I'm Megan. And I'm Jen. And you're listening to the Travel Mug Podcast. Every episode, we talk about travel destinations, interesting trivia, and even some travel fails. Let's dive into today's episode. Don't forget to travel mug. Welcome to another episode of the Travel Mug Podcast. Today, it's our first episode talking about an actual destination. And we thought we should start with the city that we both live in, Halifax, Nova Scotia. Yes, we'll be chatting about Halifax, what there is to do here, our favorite places to eat and drink, some hidden gems, and also some fun facts. So we thought that we should start with things that you should know about Halifax, either before you come here or things that you should know about Halifax because you live here and you should probably just know them. But Halifax is the (laughs) capital of Nova Scotia, um, and it's the biggest city in Nova Scotia as well. It's known to the locals as HRM, or the Halifax Regional Municipality, and that encompasses more than just the downtown peninsula. It includes Halifax, Dartmouth, Bedford, and like Halifax County as a whole is actually quite big. Our population is roughly 406,000, which is, I think, almost half of Nova Scotia's general population. Yeah, yeah I think yeah. so as well. Yeah. Halifax is located within the traditional ancestral lands of the Mi'kmaq indigenous peoples who have been living on this land since the 14 and 1500s, and it was incorporated by European settlers in 1749. We're also a big university town, and we have three major universities as well as community colleges, which vastly increases our population every September. Anyone who tries to rent an apartment knows that, (laughs) and it definitely has a big cultural influence on Halifax as well. Definitely. We also have a really big military presence, and it does create a lot of jobs here in the city and Nova Scotia in general. And we also have the Halifax Shipyard, which is another really big generator for local jobs. Um, One thing Halifax is really big on is festivals. Now, again, most of these do happen in the summer months, which of course is when we are going to recommend that you visit. Um, But some of the festivals include the Busker Festival, the International Tattoo, uh, the Jazz Festival, Greek Fest, multicultural festival, uh, tall ships. We usually have a large Canada Day celebration as well. It is the year of the pandemic, so this year it is going to be virtual. And really, we're also really happy to say that our Pride Festival, Pride Parade, is one of the largest in Canada and is definitely the largest in Atlantic Canada. So again, something we're definitely proud of. Tourism, as you can imagine, is incredibly important to the Halifax area. It's a popular destination summer, like I just mentioned, and most summers we actually see this this is such a crazy number we actually see between 120 and 150 cruise ships per season i had no Um, idea I had no idea. I I know. I work, my day job is actually downtown and oftentimes at lunch I'm out for walks and the seas of people literally is, it's, it's enormous. I mean, that's, and some of these ships are two and three and four a day. It's pretty crazy. We mentioned already about it being a multicultural city. Um, There is a very diverse food scene and we have over 200 bars and restaurants with a wide variety of world cuisine. So regardless of what your taste buds desire, I'm pretty sure you can find it here at some point. And again, I'd just like to reiterate that the best months to visit are definitely between July and October for the best weather. Definitely. I think that'll be obvious when we start this topic, (laughs) which is the classic things to do in Halifax, because a lot of them are outside. (laughs) Indeed. So the first stop on our classic tour of Halifax is the Public Gardens, which was established in 1867, and it's such a nice 
park in the middle of the city. It's like a Victorian era gardens. It has a beautiful gazebo. I love walking around there. Yeah, it's one of my favorite places too. It's great for relaxing and reading. People go there oftentimes for weddings and graduations and proms to have pictures taken. And just a little personal note, it was one of the stops on mine and Peter's first dates. (laughs) Somewhere that definitely holds a, a place in my heart as well. And honestly, it's just a beautiful place to go and stroll around. Definitely, yeah. Our next stop on the tour is the Halifax Citadel. It is a national historic site, much like the public gardens. Um, One of the fun things about the Citadel is the daily cannon that goes off at noon. When I first started working downtown, I was like, what is happening? But it happens every single day, and tourists are usually the exact same way because they have no idea, obviously, what's going on. Um, It's in a strategic spot. It looks over the city, which is really important or was really important for protection during wartime. Hopefully we don't have to worry about that again anytime soon. But it's made in the distinctive shape of a star if you were to look at it from above. And it really still does watch over the city. But now it's just more of a storyteller of the past more than anything. Have you ever uh, gone and done a tour there? Yes, I love the Citadel. So we've gone and done kind of the regular day tour, looked around. There's like a military museum um, and lots of people dressed up and doing like reenactments and, and military reenactments and stuff like that. We've also gone in the evening, in the summer and into the fall, they do a ghost tour which Ooh. is really fun. I definitely recommend the ghost tour. They take you down into like the prison cells and they walk around and kind of talk about different ghost stories, things people have seen, kind of creepy Halifax. And it's really, really fun. I definitely recommend the daytime, but the nighttime ghost tour is highly recommended. I didn't know that. That actually sounds like something that we could do this summer that I have, I've not done. And I think, you know, um, another interesting aspect is it, it is a lot of Hills. So people do go there as well to sort of lay out in the sun and have picnics. So if you are staying downtown and you don't want to eat at a restaurant, you could go grab some food and go up to the Hill. And the side that does face the waterfront also has our large town clock. So it's also really scenic and iconic for photos as well. So it's just a great spot overall obviously with a lot to do in the day and the evening. Yeah, you definitely get really good views of the city and the harbor front up there too. Yeah. So the next stop is classic, classic Halifax. You can't come to Halifax without doing this. And this is our waterfront, the historic properties and the seaport market all in one because it's all along one boardwalk, which is one of the world's longest boardwalks, fun Mm -hmm. fact, which we're getting to later. But I brought it in here now. As like I like a... it. I like it. It's... <laughs> <laughs> it's so this long boardwalk, it's about three kilometers. It has tons of space. It has food shacks. It has delicious ice cream stands. Highly yes. recommend. Uh, lots of restaurants. Mm-hmm. <laughs> tons of things to do down there. Yeah, for sure. I love it down there. Like I said, I usually pre-pandemic work down there going out for lunch uh, on a walk only, but uh, sometimes the ice cream shacks did draw me in. It's also a really great place to catch the ferry to Dartmouth. I think it's like $1.50 at this point. If I recall correctly, it's a great way to get over to that side of the water. And there's also the Harbor Hopper City Tour, which is very insightful for Halifax history. It goes over land and sea in a refurbished military vehicle. And I did hear today, actually, 
actually, um, that for the summer of 2020, they're actually going to be giving deals to people on the Harbor Hopper if you are from Atlantic Canada. So it's just sort of one of those things where we're going to be traveling locally, as we know. So they're actually going to give a bit of an incentive for people to actually come and do the Harbor Hopper. Yeah, I've, I've actually never done it. So it is oh. on our, uh, it's on our summer 2020 bucket list. It definitely should be. Yeah. yeah. I also wanted to mention, I love the shops in the historic properties. I love wandering around there. And there's just lots of great, like little local, like local clothing, local crafts, all kinds of really, really cool stuff down there. Yeah. And at the opposite end of the historic properties is the seaport market, like we mentioned. So the big day there is Saturday, lots of local crafts, produce, and food vendors. So if you are in the city, it's open Sundays and throughout the week too, but at a very limited level. Um, Saturday is definitely the big day with all the vendors out. And it is definitely something to behold, even if you don't need any fresh produce. Obviously, if you're just visiting Halifax, you won't need any carrots, but um, you could just go there to have lunch or a coffee and breakfast. It's a really, really interesting spot. And there's great seating outside there too. So you can just grab a bite to eat or a coffee and go out and sit outside of the market. It's it's quite lovely. Yeah, it's a really fun atmosphere. Like usually there's someone playing live music and you can kind of like grab a coffee and grab some pastries or or whatever and, and just kind of take it all in. It is really fun. Yeah, I like it there for sure. Also down sort of in the south end of Halifax, which is sort of where the seaport market takes you along the boardwalk as well, is Point Pleasant Park. It is a municipal park. It's really great for walks. You can uh, take your dog there for designated areas for walking on leash. Lots of ocean views. One thing that unfortunately did happen to Point Pleasant is during Hurricane Juan in 2003, I can't remember their percentage of trees, but it was a really large percentage of the trees were actually lost there. So it was a bit heartbreaking for locals to visit um, during that time, but it is a really great walk. I know that we have a marathon in the city each year. Generally in May, it actually goes through the park. And one of the great things that I've never done um, is Shakespeare by the Sea Theater Company actually performs within the park during summer months. Have you ever done that? I haven't actually. Oh my goodness, I'm dying to go. (laughs) Yeah, we were supposed to go one year on our wedding anniversary and unfortunately it rained, so we never got to do it. Um, But it is something that I'm really, really interested in doing at some point. So maybe this summer, if if they do have performances, we'll have to check on that. Yes, definitely. That goes back to our... First episode tips, <laughs> check and see if things are open. And, yes, I shall do that. I'll, I'll take my own tip. Thank yes, you. Yes, perfect. So our next stop is the Maritime Museum of the Atlantic. There is no distinguishing Halifax from our maritime history. It is so, so intertwined. So the Maritime Museum gives you an idea of how Halifax has grown with the boats that we've built here. And um, actually, fun fact, we have a really big connection to the Titanic because a lot of people were brought here. So you can actually find things that were floating in the water off of the Titanic at the museum, which is really, really cool. Yeah, definitely. And the great thing about the Maritime Museum of the Atlantic, it's also along the boardwalk that we just mentioned. Halifax's downtown core is pretty compact, so you can definitely walk it. And the the museum that we're mentioning is is right along there. It also has some artifacts and information and history about the Halifax explosion, Mm -hmm. um, which we will reference later as well. And it just really gives the evolution of sea vessels and a really good understanding of our important relationship with the sea. Mm -hmm. Um, It's an interesting place to go. 
I know museums aren't everybody's thing and oftentimes they're not, they're not mine. Actually, I have been to like the Louvre and some of the bigger museums in the world, but it's not always my thing, but this one actually is a really great stop to sort of understand Halifax and how, and how we have come to be what we are today. Definitely. Yeah. Now, as we sort of move away from the waterfront for just a moment, the Halifax Central Library up on Spring Garden Road, it's a brand new building. Um, Have you been yet, Jen? I have. I love that library. It's beautiful. So it's received a lot of accolades for its architecture, um, and it's been described as a new cultural locus, so offering many community facilities, including a 300-seat auditorium. There's some great cafes in there. There's a roof you can actually go up to and go outside. There's lots of great seats to do some reading and look out the big picture windows. And then it's also a great place for community. Um, So it's definitely somewhere that, you know, you could actually go if you're an architecture buff or if you actually want to go and grab a coffee and head to the roof and have a really great look at over the city but I definitely recommend at least taking a picture from the outside but of course highly recommend going in as well yeah it's something like a library is something that people are like oh like why would I go right go to library but it's the architecture is really cool and inside if you're a Harry Potter fan it's almost like a modern Hogwarts the way the stairs are they're really really cool and I do like just kind of grabbing a coffee and uh, and checking out the views from the roof too definitely So while you're on Spring Garden checking out the library, Spring Garden is a huge shopping street in our city. There's tons of cafes, there's tons of restaurants, higher end shops. Um, It's close to the library. Well, the library's on Spring Garden and then the public gardens is close as well. And uh, it's just kind of a fun street to just stroll down and even just window shop. You don't even have to really shop. No, no, definitely. It's sort of, you know, uh, lots of like colors of Halifax, essentially. So yeah. the library, the public gardens, the shopping, the cafes, it's a really fun street. Um, and, and it's usually pretty busy, but if you are visiting Halifax, it's a can't miss for sure. Mm-hmm. And then not too far from there, honestly, is the Halifax Commons. So Maybe after you stroll Spring Garden, you might want to get away from it all for a moment. And the Halifax Commons is actually a really large open green space in Halifax. So again, somewhere you can go and take a blanket, have a picnic. There's a a playground there. There's an actual skate park. And there's also some baseball fields in the summer when there is organized sports that is really popular there too. Or just lounge in the sun, play some Frisbee, chill. It's It's a really great spot if you are looking for an afternoon. Again, I'm sure there's a coffee shop nearby. So grab a coffee. Or, or go have a little picnic. It's it's a fun spot, and there's a big fountain in the middle of that as well. That's it. That's a that's a good spot. Yeah, they actually some um, in the before times before COVID would have <laughs> concerts there as well. So yes, if you're listening to this in the future post COVID, maybe check and see if there's a cool concert going on while you're here too. Yeah, no, definitely. And the same goes for Citadel Hill now that you mentioned that as well. Sometimes there's concerts on Citadel Hill too. So um, there's definitely outside concert venues and and the commons are one of those too. Yeah. So the last stop on our classics tour is the Alexander Keith's Brewery Tour. I've never done this. Have you done it? Neither. No. No. My husband mentioned it because he's like, "Um, Alexander Keith's is a pretty big name in the you know alcohol industry in the beer world and yeah. it's here <laughs> right it's from here so um it's actually i have been in the building it's a really cool historic building like even if you're not into the beer which i'm not the the building is worth going into to check out but they also do a brewery tour where they show you like how they make the beer and tastings and stuff like that 
Yeah, definitely. And there's a shop and you can, of course, buy their wares as well. So if that is of interest to you, it's definitely a great stop. And a lot of people do know of Alexander Keys, and it's right here in Halifax. So you might as well stop by and have a tour while you're in town. Yeah, if you're a fan, you should definitely check it out. Exactly. Now, we're going to take a little break from the classic tour of Halifax. We just want to take a moment to get to one of my favorite activities, which is having a drink and having something to eat. Um, I do want to mention, of course, before we get into some of these, that these are just a few options among many. And what we're going to sort of talk about maybe is our favorites a little bit. And again, I probably have more favorites than this too, but there's only just so much time here. Um, But the food scene is really vast. There's a lot of choices and new restaurants, honestly, are popping up all the time. So Jen, what are a couple of your favorites? Yeah. So my favorite favorite is Piatto, which is downtown South End. It's a pizza like an artisan pizza shop. Yeah, um, oh, it's so good. <laughs> I'm drooling thinking about it. Um, but actually two of their pizzas are certified by like Italy. Um, the Napoleon, I don't know what they're called. The Napoleon pizza commission or we'll go with that. That sounds, that sounds something, Italian. Something like that. You know, <laughs> they can't, the people from Italy came over and certified the pizza. Like, yes, you're making this in the traditional way. And wow. So delicious. It's two of them that are certified. And then they have kind of other sort of offbeat kind of pizza toppings that are also fantastically delicious. Well, it is the first place I had pear on pizza. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. And it was delicious. I, I would actually highly recommend this spot too. Good choice. Thank what you. else you got? My second uh, favorite, I guess I'm not really going in order of favorites, but um, I love the Stubborn Goat. I love their menu. I love their um, kind of focus on like small shareable plates. It's not exactly like a tapas place, but it kind of like leans towards that a bit. They do mm-hmm. have bigger plates as well, but I love going there and just kind of sharing some stuff. They also have a beer garden on the waterfront that's kind of serves similar dishes. And I, I love checking them out. I also love Chain Yard Cider. So it, that's a local hard cider maker. They have a restaurant there. Their food's super, super delicious. And their cider's super, super delicious. Uh, yeah. You know, get a tasting flight there. You definitely won't be disappointed. Yeah, I'm on board with that one. We went once and had like the world's most delicious French fries. That's literally all we got. But they were like, they were dressed up with like pesto and some other things. And they were so good. I love them. So good. Yeah. So my, my last favorite on the list is lot six. It has, uh, it's a really, really fun place to go for a drink. It has a really cool atrium. It's super Instagrammable, if I do say so. (laughs) And uh, it's just, it's got a lot of different cocktails. The food's also really good there too. Awesome. I think those are all awesome, great choices. And I think I've never been to lot six. So the other, the other ones I'd have, I'd been there. So that's a really great suggestion even for me. So I've never <laughs> been. Yeah. Um, so a couple of my favorites, and again, this does not include everything. And again, these are in no particular order, but one that came to mind was the good robot. It is on Roby street in Halifax. It is a brewery, but they also have really delicious food. And the vibe there is it's cool. We'd love to sit at the bar. They have sort of like bucket seats. It looks like from old cars, I swear. And I, we love to sort of sit in those. We have some beer. The food menu has changed, but it's still delicious. It's being made in-house now. They had a, another company that was in there making their food and now it's 
Wisconsin house and it's still delicious. I, I can't recommend it enough. And they have a lot of options. They don't eat meat. So they do have really great options, which is, is important for me, which leads into my, another one of my favorites. It's the wild leak. It is on Windsor street and it has uh, it's a vegan restaurant. Um, and we'll talk about sort of Halifax's famous food later, but they have recreated it at the wild leak. I will just keep you in suspense for a moment, <laughs> but honestly, and I, and I know, you know, there are places, you know, people shy away from vegan food and, and whatnot. I have not had a bad meal there ever. And my husband is not vegan or vegetarian. I'm vegetarian, but he he loves it too. Like it, it's it's for people of all of all tastes. So even if you have someone in your group that is vegetarian, I swear everybody could get a great meal there. So I definitely recommend that. Um, and then if you are in the Spring Garden Road area, one of the other places I wanted to talk about is the Black Sheep. They are really great with their cocktails. And their brunch is amazing. Few less options for non-meat eaters, but their food is extraordinary. So I would definitely recommend. It's kind of a little pathway to get in. You don't know if you're in the right place or not, um, but it is really good there as well. So all three of those were high on my list. Have you ever been to any of those? I, the only one I've been to is the Black Sheep, and it is, I'm surprised I didn't write it down on my list because I love it there. It's actually yeah. the last place we ate out before the... Uh, before the COVID shutdown, um, we went there for brunch and it was delicious as always. I highly suggest getting whatever you get. The side is either salad or fries. Get both. They're both oh. delicious. Look at you. I love They'll say you can get half and half. The dressing on the salad's really, really good. <laughs> I know. A you random know? thing to be excited about, but it's delicious. I will say. Salad dressing can be tasty. <laughs> It's a no judgment zone here. Exactly. I definitely am going to write the wild leak down though, because I need to try that place. It sounds it's fantastic. So, so good and locally owned as well, which is great. Mm. All right. So continuing on, uh, let's move on to the hidden gems. Our first hidden gem is the Dartmouth waterfront. I think we've already talked about the Halifax bridges, getting you to and from Halifax and Dartmouth, and we've referenced the ferry. It's a really great way to get across from Halifax to Dartmouth. The ferry itself, it's a great ride, beautiful. You get to see both sides of the harbor, and it is $2.75 for an adult fare. Once you're over there, there's some great restaurants and great shops. I've not honestly been to this uh, Dartmouth waterfront a ton of times, but I know that I've gone to a couple great restaurants over there and it's super fun. Jen, how about you? Yeah, it's kind of crazy how much I haven't been to Dartmouth. I know. <laughs> being that it's right there. But there is um, really good views of Halifax from Dartmouth. You know, those classic like shots of Halifax are actually taken yeah. from Dartmouth. One of my favorite restaurants uh, over there is the Wooden Monkey. Also, my favorite cider that's made in Halifax is Lake City Ciders. That's made in Dartmouth, and you can go into their tasting room. There is, there's a lot of little hidden gems in Dartmouth, so you should definitely walk around and check it out. Our next hidden gem is the Boardroom Game Cafe. So that's in downtown Halifax, I believe on Barrington Street. And it is a place where you can go and play board games. They also have a delicious menu of like sandwiches and snacks. And they also have a cafe, make coffee, and they also serve alcoholic drinks as well. 
And they have reopened now post COVID. I know that they posted on their Facebook page that every time a game gets played, it gets put in quarantine for two days before it comes back really? out. It does. Oh, wow. So that's how they're keeping it safe for everybody, as well as having uh, lots of distance between tables. It's a really, really fun place to spend a couple of hours, especially on like a rainy Halifax day. Yeah, I've been there once and I really enjoyed it. The food was great. The coffee was great. And one thing I really like too is that they come around and explain the games to you if you need them to. So you can go in there and I'm sure there's going to be a ton of games that people might not even have heard of, but maybe they want to try. And it's great to sort of have someone there ready to help you. I really liked that aspect of it. Mm-hmm. Another great spot for the adventurous type. Now I have been to one of these spots. It doesn't mean I'm adventurous, but we did have a great hike. And these are a couple of wilderness areas in Halifax. Now there's a newly formed Shaw Wilderness Park. It is 153 acres of urban wilderness. Apparently it's not super well marked, but there's a ton of hidden gems within that area. So something you could check out, especially if you have a GPS on your phone, as most of us do, that could be super helpful as well. And that's what we used for the second wilderness park I wanted to mention, which is Blue Mountain Birch Cove Wilderness Area. So we've done that from a couple of different directions, a couple of different trails in. We found um, some really great shots. There's a lake, there's a look off over the lake as well. It was super peaceful. So again, I'm not super adventurous, but you could go much deeper than we did. And if you just want to take a hike like us, you don't have to go in too far to get some really great sights. So that was, you know, really enjoyable. And it's right really in our downtown, uh, in our city limits. So that works out well too. Yeah, I had actually had never heard of these until you brought them up. So they're definitely (laughs) hidden gems from people, even people who live here. No, that's good. Yeah, I know. I mean, yeah. (laughs) My next hidden gem is uh, the Duncan's Cove hike, which is a bit outside of downtown Halifax. It's in Sambro area, but it's still um, within HRM. And it's just a nice hike around uh, or along the edge of the earth of the province, uh, right along the edge of the water. It's it, parts of it are challenging. I would definitely call it like moderately challenging. Um, if you're an experienced hiker, you'll have no problem, but we took our dog and we had a really good time. There's actually a couple of, um, world war II bunkers that have been kind of graffitied. So they're pretty cool to look at too. Oh, that's awesome. Something else we did that's a hidden gem kind of outside of the city. A lot of locals might know about it, but it's really great to sort of spread the word either way is called the Bike and Bean. So it's a cafe. You can grab a snack, a coffee, but you can also go there and rent bikes. It was about for four hours. I think for two of us, it was around $60 plus tax, which, you know, for really great bikes, we thought that was a reasonable price. Right beside the Bike and Bean are some long trails. You can go in either direction and uh, see some really great sites in terms of, you know, either the ocean, some uh, lakes as well. So I think it's uh, something interesting to do. I didn't have a great experience. No fault of the biking bean. Last time I was there, I took a bit of a tumble, but that's on me, not on them. And I didn't injure the bike, which honestly was, was the part I was most worried about. I do still have a bruise uh, about seven months later from the experience, but it's just a reminder of, you know, something to do outside the city. Yes. A free souvenir of your experience. (laughs) I've also been to the bike and bean. It is a fun, it's a multi-use trail. So we actually walked it, but keep in mind there are people biking and walking and I saw people horseback riding on it the last time we were there. So, you know, just keep in mind there are other people around doing different things than you. (laughs) 
Yeah, for sure. Our next secret hidden gem, this one really is secret, is Noble Bar. So this one is actually thanks to listener Ben. Um, We put on our Facebook page asking anybody if they had any hidden gems of Halifax. And so this one is a secret kind of prohibition era bar. It's underneath another uh, bar, the Middle Spoon, also on Barrington Street, I believe, in Halifax. And so you need a password to get in. And to get the password, you need to be on their email list. And they'll email it out to you. And then you go into the Middle Spoon and you go up to a server and you say this secret phrase. And you have to say it exactly right or else they'll just pretend that you're a crazy person who doesn't know what they're talking about. (laughs) If you say it exactly right, they will take you downstairs through some random hallways into a basement secret bar. Yep, definitely. Yeah, it's kind of a blank stare, I think, if you give them the wrong (laughs) phrase or password. So yeah, it'd be on the email list or know someone that is. I've only been there once and I wasn't on the email list, but again, my friend was. Um, It is really interesting. It's almost like going there specifically for the atmosphere, which is, it's it's really great in that regard. The drinks are pretty pricey, but I think you're sort of paying for the experience. So just keep that in mind. And we also had a couple of desserts that were tasty, but I think overall you're paying for the experience. And I think it's something fun and something, you know, at least you should experience once. Definitely. So our last secret hidden gem is the Art Gallery of Nova Scotia, which might not be super hidden. It is a pretty big building in downtown Halifax. (laughs) (laughs) But the hidden gem inside the hidden gem is the Maud Lewis House. So Maud Lewis was a popular folk artist. Um, She's from Digby, Nova Scotia. She was really popular in the 60s. She is actually born with birth defects and rheumatoid arthritis. So she was famous for the way that she would hold the paintbrush, which resulted in a really unique style of painting. And so her home, she had painted every square inch of her home and it is beautiful. So when she passed away, um, it fell into disrepair a little bit, but the art gallery actually (laughs) picked it up and brought it to the museum. The whole house now lives inside the museum. You can look That's in so it. That's so crazy. I know. It's super cool. Yeah. I have. I actually didn't know that. And I, have, I don't even know. I think I might have been to the art gallery for an event, but not specifically to visit. And I certainly did not see Maude Lewis's house. So this is something I'm definitely going to check out and was a hidden gem that I learned about. Yeah. Um, We did have listener Brittany. Hey, Brittany. She reached out to us actually in our DMs on Instagram and they had to cancel a trip here and they're going to reschedule for next year. But she actually kind of wanted to know a bit about the nightlife. (laughs) She's probably asking the wrong people. Yes, she Um, is. (laughs) But I did did some research. Um, and I did know, of course, I swear I knew that Halifax really does have a vibrant uh, maritime pub scene. There's lots of local bands, cover bands, also people doing local uh, music of their own. There is party boats that do go out on the harbor in the summertime. I have done that, I swear, in the past, and it is fun. There's lively breweries. There's tons of breweries in Nova Scotia, and there are very lively breweries in Halifax. There's a dinner theater. And also Neptune Theater, which has a really long history in the city. And then, of course, if you're into this sort of thing, there's Casino Nova Scotia, which is maybe a great place to sort of end your evening or, um, you know, start your evening. It's really a good bookend. So, um, Jen, anything else that uh, that you want to mention in terms of the nightlife? Yeah, I was just thinking that kind of like the classic Halifax bar is the lower deck. 
Yes. You kind of, you know, if you want real Halifax night out, that's the place to go. No, that's a very, very good point. Now, there are two. So the one I would uh, recommend, they're both lovely, but the one I would recommend for that authentic Halifax is the one down on the boardwalk that we've already mentioned. So definitely check it out. Mm -hmm. Um, And again, if you're coming in the summer, which I recommend, there are some outdoor beer markets too, including one of Jen's favorites. It's a spinoff from that. It is a stubborn goat beer market down on the waterfront. They do serve food and, and beer down there too. Um, and again, there's 200 plus choices of mm-hmm. bars and restaurants. You will find something trust. Yeah. And you don't even have to go far to go from one to the other. You know, no. they're, they're right there. You'll find them. <laughs> trust us. You cannot make a corner turn without running into a pub or a restaurant. <laughs> That's so true. <laughs> so Halifax, being that it's the capital of Nova Scotia, you will fly in if you're flying in from somewhere you're going to land in Halifax. You're going to want to spend some time here, but you might want to use it as gateways to other places in Nova Scotia. Our province is beautiful and has tons of different places to visit. You're going to want to visit Peggy's Cove. Mm-hmm. It's still Classically in HRM, but it is, I don't know how far from downtown, 25 minutes, maybe. I'd say 35. 30, 35. Yeah. It's um, lighthouse. It's busy, but it's classic Halifax as well. It's, you just have to go. I mean, it's one of the most photographed lighthouses houses in the world. So yeah. how do you not go? hundred percent. You must, you must. What else can we do? Uh, Lawrencetown beach for some surfing, if you're into that, or you can lay on the beach and watch the surfers. That's so what I good would options. Do. Yep. 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 And Cape Breton, Cabot Trail. We're going to do, you know, episodes about other places in Nova Scotia. So this is just kind of a general overview. The South Shore is beautiful down along the right lighthouse route, um, driving down there, Lunenburg, Mahone Bay, all those good places. Halifax is a great jumping off point is what we're trying to say. Yeah, definitely. So come spend some time here, rent a car and get out of the city and explore this beautiful province, just like we're all going to be doing this year. And again, We'll do some other episodes in the future about the rest of Nova Scotia to keep you informed of what else you could do. So we are having, uh, you know, it's a Halifax love-in today. And so we're each going to sort of like, you know, I wanted to mention like why in particular I love Halifax. Neither of us are originally from here. So it's our adopted home, essentially. Um, And I'm from a super small town in Nova Scotia. Halifax was this sort of big, illustrious, looming city. It was a big deal. And so I've been living in the area since about 1999. And for me, I love Halifax because it is a small city, but it's um, it's a city though that allows for anonymity. So it's it's small, but it's big enough that you don't go somewhere and always see someone you know. So I really like that, especially being from a small town. <laughs> and it has everything really that, that we need to enjoy. So um, it has nature in and around the city. So you don't have to go too far. There are things right here in the city. There's great food options that we've talked about. Jen and I being travelers, and of course, Pete and I being a, a traveling couple, it's close to the airport, which I'm all about. And it's only about, 30 minutes or so from where we live, lots of parks, cafes, and really enough smaller surrounding communities, which is also where Jen and I live. We don't live in the downtown core. So there's so many great living options that you don't have to live downtown, but you can live just outside. And so much is within such a short distance. So I think overall, sort of the size and all of the things that are, are to do, 
you know, keeps us busy and, and makes me happy to live here. What about you? Yeah. So like Megan said, I also grew up in a small town that was a little bit bigger than the one Megan grew up in, but not that much in the current scheme of things. I moved here to go to college. Uh, so I've been living here for 12 years now. And I actually didn't love Halifax right away. I thought it was too small for a city. I just thought there's bigger and better out there. And I just didn't appreciate it. And I actually didn't appreciate it until I started blogging and reading about Halifax. It took me a long time to... I know. I know. It's okay. You're here now. I I got there. (laughs) (laughs) But it took me a long time to really love work, to love living here. And I do. I mean, I love our neighborhood. Um, We, like Megan said, I actually live a bit further out from downtown than she does. Much closer to the airport. It's only like 15, 20 minutes to the airport. Yes. (laughs) But I live in a bit more of like suburbia. But I love being close to the water. Me too. You know, we both I, we both grew up in beach side towns. So, and Halifax still has the water connection without being a tiny town with nothing in it. <laughs> There's a lot of green space. I live close to some trails here out here in Lower Sackville, so I really like living there. And people are are really friendly. And it sounds like super cliche. People are like, oh, Nova Scotia people are so friendly. And like, but we are. People are are nice, mostly to each other and courteous. And they smile at you on the street. You know, it's not like a hardened city where no one wants to look anybody else in the eye. So 100%. I mean, look at how super cute and friendly we are. So yeah. imagine what everyone else is like. Exactly. <laughs> and, and also, I have to mention, along with the friendly piece, you know, if you come to Nova Scotia, be prepared to hold the door because it is a tradition here that you just hold the door. Sometimes you get stuck holding it for 10 people, but we're door holders. We are. Do- that happened to me today. And it was my first time, like, going to a store during these times where someone yeah. hold the, held the door open for me. And I'm like, it still happened. <laughs> happen we're still holding those we can't stop we'll never (laughs) stop (laughs) um to finish things off today guys we are going to let you in on some trivia and fun facts we've alluded to or potentially mentioned a few of these but we're gonna go through them because that's what we do here so this one was news to me so i was super excited to read this so jen included that harry houdini and his wife bess lived here for a month in 1896 as a young aspiring illusionist harry not bess well they Um, were together so they were kind of a team were they she was like his his lady on the stage oh yeah another fun fact for you another fun fact about (laughs) we love fun facts here at the (laughs) travel mug podcast so just they're gonna keep coming and and definitely (laughs) and definitely share any too that you have but harry Houdini's first ever jailbreak was performed at Halifax City Hall on June 25th. Oh my goodness, we just missed this. 1896. That is so cool. I know. I actually, I I googled Halifax, Nova Scotia, fun facts, and this was one of them. Yeah, and I had no idea, but it, I, why is this not mentioned in Halifax, I don't know, museums? Why don't we have a Harry Houdini museum? (laughs) It's so fun. I know it is. Maybe it's mentioned at the museum I haven't been to yet. Oh yeah. <laughs> maybe we should find one. <laughs> we haven't been everywhere, so maybe we haven't done there. everything yet. Yeah. Yet. 
Um, what is next? Halifax experienced the world's biggest man-made explosion before the atomic bomb. So the Halifax explosion destroyed a lot of downtown Halifax on December 6, 1917. Yeah. It's a bit of a sad fun fact. It's it not is. as much of a okay. fun fact. Okay. It it's just a fact. fact. <laughs> <laughs> not so much yeah. on the fun. But it, it is still interesting in our city's history, especially because of the buildings that you can see that survived the the explosion. I know a couple of our churches um, yeah. did, and it it is it's a sad part of our history, but something to know for sure. Well, there is a fun fact, though, that came out of it, and that is that um, Boston, Massachusetts actually sent us a lot of help during that time, which was obviously greatly needed. Um, our city was, was you know, partially flattened, and every year since, uh, we send Boston uh, a giant, carefully curated Christmas tree, which they actually erect in their city. So that still goes on today. We're still showing our thanks like good old Canadians. It's a big thing still here to watch the tree be yep. trucked away on a giant flatbed so yeah definitely we turned it around it's fun now look at us making it fun we can we can turn it all around (laughs) Halifax leases the land for Point Pleasant Park which we referred to earlier from the British for one shilling a year now I think that's incredibly interesting and I learned this because we will put the link in our show notes but Peter actually went to Point Pleasant Park and did a video on the park um, earlier in the year, which is on our YouTube channel. And he mentions that in it. And I honestly had no idea. Mm-hmm. No, and it was a 999 year lease. So I have no idea where we are in that lease. Um, I don't know. Hopefully we're just halfway through. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Now, what's up with food? What's 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 going on with that? So I feel like we're not the most qualified people to talk about this because neither of us eat them. But the official... I have, though. <laughs> okay. Well, I haven't because... No. But the official food of Halifax is the donaire. Yes. Yes. And now I did work at a pizza place in terms of my work history, which I enjoyed very much. Actually, I've eaten many donairs. It was, it was an acquired taste. It's much like a gyro. If you've had one of those before, it's, it's um, a spiced hamburger sort of on a spit. It twirls, they cut it off. They put it in a pita with some onions and tomato and donair sauce. Sometimes you can add cheese. That's what I would do. It is delicious. It's an acquired taste though, but if you want the official food of Halifax, eat a donair. It's pretty that it's it's that simple. Yeah, that's true. If you want the unofficial food of Halifax that's kind of like the sister to the donair, you can have garlic fingers. And that those are true. vegetarian and you still get the donair sauce. So it's, it's true. I, and I still eat those today. Oh, one other thing before we move on to the last of our fun facts is we talked a lot about food. We did not mention seafood. It's probably no. because neither of us eat it. <laughs> no, it's true. And so the, one of the um, official food I'm going to say of the whole province is, is definitely seafood. If you want any type of seafood, you can, you know, be rest assured that it's going to be fresh here. Mm-hmm. If you love fish, lobster, whatever the case might be, Halifax and Nova Scotia in general is your spot for seafood. So just keep that in mind too. Yeah, definitely. If that's your thing, it's all over the place. It is. You'll find it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So back to the Titanic fun facts. There's a cemetery in Halifax that has a lot of graves from the Titanic. So a lot of people were brought here and um, the 
dead or almost dead. And so a lot of them are buried here in Halifax. And one of the graves is listed as Jay Dawson. And it doesn't seem like it is the beloved Jack Dawson from the movie because doesn't seem like he was a real person. Oh, no. <laughs> but uh, a lot of people like to go there and take a picture of that still. Yeah. So again, a fact not necessarily fun. <laughs> I don't know where this list is going, well, but it, done. <laughs> it actually, it does tie in with pop culture. And I would just like to mention for the record that Jack could have fit on that door with her. A hundred percent. Oh, I digress. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So that's all we have for today. Thank you so much for listening. We hope that we inspired you to visit Halifax or if you live here. We hope that we inspired you to look at it in a different light. Definitely. As always, you can find us on Instagram and Facebook. We've been enjoying all the interaction we've been having. Um, We'll do a little bit more of that each week. Definitely disclaimer for this episode. It was really impossible to cover every great spot or everyone's favorite for Halifax. So make sure that you do reach out to us on social media uh, to share your Halifax favorites with us, some pictures of the city, whatever the case might be. We'd love to hear from you. Um, our travel blogs and more information about Halifax that we've written about or videos that we've done on Halifax are listed in the show notes. And we're going to talk to you again soon. Thank you so much for joining us. Yeah, have a great one. See ya. Bye.